I'm on the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Hello, friends, and welcome to the Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. It is God's desire for His people to experience victory and to live on the winning side each and every day. We are so glad that you have joined us today and pray you will be blessed as you listen to today's edition of The Winning Side with Pastor Jeremy Coburnett. Thank you for joining us today. It is Friday, June 24th. I hope you've had a good week and I hope you're having a great day today and another beautiful day. And we thank the Lord for the opportunity we have to come uh, to you, uh, whether it's to your home or to your car or to your, uh, maybe you're on lunch break at work, wherever you are today. We're glad that uh, we can come to you with the Winning Side broadcast and we welcome those listening on the radio 95.9 FM, uh, those on the radio app and those on the podcast. And then those those that are watching uh, today on Facebook, we welcome you. And those watching on YouTube, we welcome you also. And uh, you know, I'm thankful there's different ways to tune in. And so if there's ever one way that's not available, maybe uh, you know your, your internet's down or your internet's going slow, you can turn on the radio. Uh, or if you're not near a radio, you can pull up your phone or pull up your computer. And uh, I appreciate you taking the time to listen. Uh, we're looking forward to a great day Sunday. Of course, uh, every Sunday is a great day because it's Sunday that we celebrate the resurrection of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And every Sunday is so, so special. And I hope you don't ever miss a Sunday. Uh, don't, don't let Sunday become optional. Don't let Sunday become a day that you decide well, let's see. I don't have anything else to do, so I think I'll go to church. Uh, I think Sunday ought to be priority. Make it the Lord's Day and put God first in your week. Uh, every week, Sunday starts with the Lord, starts with worshiping the Lord. And uh, we're looking forward to a great day Sunday. And then we have our Kids Crusade uh, that's starting Monday night at 6.30. It'll be Monday night, Tuesday night, Wednesday night. And uh, we're inviting all of the children in our community first through sixth grade. And we'll have a great time every night. There is no cost to attend. Um, we'll have uh, some snacks and we'll have prizes and we'll have games and singing. And there'll be a Bible lesson. Uh, there'll be competitions. It'll be a great time. We're looking forward to it. Uh, Monday night is red, white, and blue night. So we always encourage all the children and workers too, but to dress up in red, white, and blue. And uh, it's kind of a little bit of a patriotic thing. And then Tuesday night is crazy hat night. Now, it used to be that there would just be some like crazy hats. <clears throat> well, now it's crazy hat creations. I mean, we've seen all kinds of things. We've seen, you know, ice cream sundae, not real ice cream, but it looks like real like ice cream sitting on, in a bowl with a spoon and whipped cream on the top and sprinkles. I mean, it's just, it's wild stuff. It's very cool. And uh, that's always a lot of fun. That's Tuesday night. And then Wednesday night is the uh, carnival. We'll have the inflatables and we'll have... Um, I believe cotton candy and snow cones and all oh, it's going to be great. So I'm looking forward to that and uh, I hope you'll be praying for it. Also, uh, we're bringing back our skits. Uh, it's been a year or two since we've had the full-fledged skits and so you will not want to miss that. We've got some incredible characters and, uh, and they are characters. I tell you that they do a good job and will be a lot of fun. Happy birthday today to Sarah Beth Overton. And happy birthday today to Ella Proctor. Hope you have a great day. And then a happy anniversary today to Mark and Bonnie Glover. 
and then also to Boogie and Francis Vincent. Hope you have a great anniversary today. God bless you. I want you to uh, be in prayer for uh, Sunday. Pray for Kids Crusade. Pray for our church. Pray for our country. And let's praise the Lord on this day. I'm sure you've heard by now, but this morning, uh, the decision of the Supreme Court to overturn Roe versus Wade. And what a miracle, what a blessing, uh, what an answer to prayer. And I thank the Lord for that. Our church uh, stands unashamedly, uh, not on a uh, political platform, but we stand unashamedly on the Word of God. And we believe, the Bible teaches very clearly, that life begins at conception. Uh, life does not begin just when the baby's born. And obviously we know that. And I've gone through the scriptures, Jeremiah 1, uh, Psalm 139. Uh, and then just the fact of, uh, I love the story of uh, John the Baptist. Uh, while he was in his mother's womb, the Bible says that the Elizabeth went to see Mary. And it says, and the babe leaped in her womb with joy. And, uh, of course, there's a lot of other Bible verses and scriptures. I'm not going to get into all that today, but I think you understand. I don't think it's rocket science to figure out that God is in favor of life. God is the giver of life. God is the creator of life. And I think we also know that there's uh, Satan uh, who wants to destroy uh, what God has created. And so, anyway, I hope you'll rejoice in that. I hope you'll pray for the safety of those Supreme Court justices, their families. Uh, pray for our nation and pray that this would be uh, maybe the start of a turning point to see our nation turn back to God and to turn back to the Bible. And wouldn't it be great if maybe something like this could spark uh, a revival amongst God's people and amongst uh, churches and homes in our country? And so, I'm rejoicing in that. Here's a great song by the Webster family. They'll be with us. Oh, let me see. I guess it's about six or seven weeks, not that far away. They'll be with us to sing, but they're going to sing for us. I'm not afraid to trust him. I hope you enjoy this song. And after this song, we'll be in the Bible in Psalm 91. We finished Psalm 90, and so we'll jump into Psalm 91 right after this song. Right now the sea is troubled And the night has been so long Out on the open waters And I'm praying for the dawn But I don't have to worry
this is not the first door that he's brought me safely through. Amen. Praise the Lord for that. I hope you're not afraid to trust Him. And uh, I thank the Lord that uh, He has brought us through so many times. And uh, He's not going to start failing us now. That's for sure. You can trust the Lord. He is trustworthy and you can depend upon Him. I don't know about tomorrow, the song says, but I know who holds my hand and I'm so thankful for that. Psalm 91 uh, is also a psalm of Moses. Really, I think these two go together. I'll show you why here in just a minute. But I told you when we started Psalm 90, I told you I wasn't sure if we would get into uh, psalm 91 because I just preached from this psalm on May the 22nd here at our church and so I wasn't sure if I get into it. I'm going to give you some different thoughts or different ideas, same psalm and same verses, but uh, I preached about uh, on that Sunday morning, I preached about the names of God we see in Psalm 91. He is the Almighty. He is the Lord. Uh, he is uh, God. Uh, he is the Most High. And we talked about the names of God. We talked about knowing God, how He is personal, and uh, God uh, provides a place where we can uh, be with Him, uh, the secret place of the Most High. And then we talked about our need for God. That was on uh, Sunday morning about a month ago. But I want to draw your attention to Psalm 91. I want to show you some different aspects. Of course, so we, we could take days and probably weeks in dissecting this psalm, but it's so powerful and it's so good. I felt like it would just be a good uh, flow to continue into this from Psalm 90. But it says in Psalm 91 in verse 1, it says, He that dwelleth 
in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. Now, that word secret place, it's literally, it, it means a, a hiding place or it's a covering place. This does not mean that God is hiding from you and God's in a secret hiding spot and he doesn't want you to find him. No, no, no. God wants you to come and he wants you to be in that secret place with him. And when you're in that secret place, he says, I'm going to cover you. Uh, I'm going to hide you. I'm going to protect you uh, from the enemies. I'm going to protect you from the dangers. And you're in that secret place. You're in that, that safe place with God. I want to say this about the secret place. It's, uh, it tells us that we're uh, to dwell in the secret place of the Most High. Well, remember Psalm 90, it says, Lord, thou hast been our dwelling place in all generations. Now, now hear me out on this. I'm not trying to confuse you, but I'm not trying to make it complicated. But think about this. There is a difference between a dwelling place and where you actually dwell. And what I mean by that is, um, maybe you've known people like this, that they, they have their mail sent to an address and that might be their, that may be one of their residence, but they don't live there. You would never find them there. Uh, or if you did find them there, that would be the rare exception. Well, I think sometimes that's the way we treat God. We treat God as, yeah, he's our dwelling place and uh, that's our address. And yeah, you know, he's going to take care of things, but we never spend time with him. Uh, we never dwell there. We never abide. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. You see, this secret place is not a place to visit. It's a place to dwell. It's a place to live. It's a place to spend time. Now, there are some places that you love to visit, but when you leave that place, you say, boy, I'm sure glad I don't live here. Uh, I enjoyed it for a week, but I couldn't live here every day. Well, can I tell you, don't treat God that way. Treat God as, a, uh, as your dwelling place and your a secret place where you can spend every day in His presence. You see, once you've been to the secret place, you will want to stay there. You won't want to leave. You'll, you'll not want to go back to living the way you lived before. Once you get to know God and spend time with God, the word abide means to stay, to continue in a place, to dwell, to remain stable or fixed in some state. Can I tell you, God's desire for His people is not just that you get saved, uh, you trust Him as Savior, and then you go and live your life however you want. That's not God's plan. God's plan is that His people, for His children, that first of all, you get saved. That's the first step. You get saved. But then after you get saved, God wants to have a relationship with you. God wants to fellowship with you. God wants to spend time with you. And you can spend time and I can spend time in God's presence every single day. He is our secret place. He is the place where we can abide under the shadow of the Almighty. We'll talk some more about this tomorrow. But in the New Testament, we find the expression of abiding in Christ. And to abide in Christ, it means you are dwelling in Christ. Uh, that, that's your identity. Uh, that is, your, that is your, your, um, uh, your, your comfort. That is your peace. That is your purpose. You, the, the reason why you were created was to, uh, to, to live for Christ and to please Him and to serve Him and to, to be drawn closer to Christ. 
we'll look uh, tomorrow, we'll look at some evidences, not won't be tomorrow, I'm sorry, tomorrow's Saturday, but we'll look at Monday at some evidences. How do we know? You say, well, pastor, I, I want to abide in Christ and I think I abide in Christ, but how do I know if I'm abiding in Christ? Well, we'll look on Monday and we'll see some evidences of how you can know that you are abiding in Christ. I thank the Lord for this Psalm, Psalm 91, he that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. Moses gave us this Psalm while the children of Israel were in the wilderness, while they were wandering. But here we are as New Testament Christians and we can enjoy these benefits and we can enjoy these promises and we can say from experience, I know what it's like to abide in Christ. We'll talk about that Monday. I hope you have a great day. Thanks for joining us and thanks for tuning in. God bless you. We look forward to a great day Sunday. Thanks for being with us today. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Thank you for joining us today on the Winning Side podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. If today's episode encouraged you in your Christian life, would you consider sharing this daily podcast with a friend, a neighbor, maybe a family member, or a coworker? We are grateful for your help in spreading the good news of Jesus Christ. If we can ever be a help to you in any way, please let us know by calling or texting us at 252-308-4600. Thanks again for listening today, and we look forward to having you join us again next time on The Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett.